All right, so three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. What a movie. Definitely not what I was expecting. I didn't look too much into it before watching it. And, uh, yeah. I didn't either. I knew that there were three billboards in the movie. Yes, I did too. I knew Francis McDormand was in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I knew it was um, highly regarded. Yeah. That's about all I knew. Mm Mm-hmm recommended highly whatever yes all that great stuff yes and it's just one of those where we both never really saw mm-hmm. but now we did yeah we did and did you like it not only did i like it cuz i really liked it i did too yeah now here's a question for you okay did you like it better than fargo <sighs> i think so you did i think it was just a little bit more I think well it done. Packed a little bit more punch. It did. I think I might have to agree with you there. Do you yeah. have a rating? <sighs> so <clears throat> I rated Fargo seven point five. Yeah, and I, I concurred. Yeah, this is one I'd rank an eight, like a just a solid eight. Okay, I think I like that. Yeah, that's what I'd say. I think I like that too. I might I might go a little bit more like a seven point eight. Okay, yeah, or something like that. Like yeah. it's almost an eight. Okay. But although I really liked it, I don't know how much I would rewatch it or. Yeah. Not uh, a whole lot of rewatchability. And I'm not, I'm not to say that that affects how good a movie is. It's just personally that actually holds a lot of weight for me because I like to rewatch movies. Yeah. Same. And it would be really cool to watch again sometime. Mm -hmm. However, I can see that not being for a very long time. Yeah. But I, but I very much enjoyed it. That was really only for like the ranking, I guess. Whatever. <clears throat> made up figures we give it but yeah. very much enjoyed it thought it was yeah really well done me too and i think there were parts that had a little bit of a coen brother feel Absolutely. even though it wasn't a coen brother yeah. movie um so she blew me away francis mcdormand her acting and that yeah. was just sensational and i think watching fargo and then three billboards you really see her diversity yeah she's versatile Uh, that's the word i was looking for uh that's that's the word i was looking for there bud oh yeah no i'm sure everyone's really tired of these accents now (laughs) (laughs) cool it should we cool it he's shaking his head no (laughs) but yeah you see marge who's a real nice minnesotan sheriff yeah and then you see kind of the antagonist of that mildred yeah who's conventionally not a very nice lady and she is absolutely not the sheriff no (laughs) far from it so she opposes the sheriff yeah verbally and allegedly yes so to see her play both characters is really cool yeah and both characters were especially mildred were Mm. really complex and you really could see where she was coming from yeah worth it just for Francis McDormand. Yes. I'm also a huge Sam Rockwell fan. I yeah, I he think is he's fantastic. the funniest guy. He, oh my god, the he, comedy, this like it's it's the same idea with Fargo where it's like terrible things happen, mm-hmm. but there's so much humor yeah. drizzled throughout the film. It helps you get through it while like enjoying the viewing you're not just dragging along this awful thing that's happened and like these these things happening to this really small town that Mm -hmm. 
I think would otherwise be hard to watch. So having having the humor in it really does help make it uh, an interesting and funny experience. Now I'm thinking about all these funny <laughs> yeah. things that happened in the movie. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Yeah. My opening notes on this movie were, and I quote, there's three billboards. Mm. Uh, the, they show the three billboards in the opening shots. Yeah. Uh, there's three of them. <laughs> the first line said are about the three billboards. Wow. So. it's uh, There you go. That's the synopsis for the movie. For real. Like, three billboards right outside <laughs> Ebbing, Missouri. Right outside. And does Ebbing, Missouri actually exist? No. that's I didn't think so. No. I, I have a note on that I'll find later. Okay. But... Yeah, the synopsis for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri is a mother personally challenges the local authorities to solve her daughter's murder when they failed to catch the culprit. So I believe this takes place about a year after the crime happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think, I think it was seven months. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I thought I heard that in the yeah. movie. Okay, sure. Yeah. With, but, uh, within between like seven months and a year. Sure. Probably seven months. Whatever. Recent. Mm-hmm. Terrible. And Frances McDormand's the mother of this uh, uh, victim, and she has a son, and they live outside Ebbing, Missouri. She has three billboards close to her place that were uh, basically dilapidated, so she rents them out, and she puts up these signs accusing the police of essentially not solving the crime Mm -hmm. and asking why that is. And giving up. Yeah, eventually the case ran cold and there was really nothing they could do. And so the the movie basically follows uh, Mildred, Frances McDormand's character, in trying to get the police to follow up and mm-hmm. to try. Ebbing, Missouri does take place in a small town. Totally. And I think that is where a lot of the humor comes in. Yeah. Because there's that small town dynamic where everyone knows everyone's dirt. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. And It really felt like a small town. Yeah. You're watching it. Like, yeah people like no everyone knows everyone yeah essentially like mildred knew willoughby had cancer that's a pretty private thing but she said like the whole town knows it yeah um another really funny one was sam rockwell's character dixon yeah dixon was at the bar and they were like joking about him going home to his mom and he's like no i told my mom i'd be out till 12 yeah I told my mom I'd be out till 12. That's another thing. Like, they know, you know, he has, he lives with his mom and like, he's an officer, but he's getting out, (laughs) getting drunk at night and he's (laughs) he's working the next morning. So funny. Oh, I, sorry. I just, I loved his mom in that movie was the grandma from Napoleon Dynamite. Isn't that nuts? My God. Make yourself a dang quesadilla. The hair. The hair. Wow. Yeah. I saw the hair and I was I thought that looked familiar, but I had absolutely no clue what yeah. that was. But that she looks is ex- totally she it. looks exactly the same. Is that is that real? Like No, like legit. Like you can look it up. It's her. That is so funny. I didn't know that. That's Isn't that awesome. That is awesome. I got a little bit of trivia here for you. I want to hear it. On three billboards. Um unless you have things you liked about it or didn't like about it you want to discuss first. Um I, t- I mean I took a lot of notes while I was just watching it. What what did you like most about it? Definitely Frances's acting. She was the highlight of the entire movie for me. I liked how it was real. You know, you get to the end and you think something good is going to come out of all of this. Mhm. And it doesn't. There really is 
no closure at the end. Yeah. And that really is how Mildred feels the whole time. The whole movie. And how she's going to feel. Because they just don't find the actual criminal. Yeah. And when the movie ended, I was like shook. Me too. And shocked that that's where it ended. I was mad. I was like, come on. And then I realized how cool that was. Yeah. Because that's not what the movie was about. Mm -mm. You know, you kind of realize it shortly shortly then after. And I don't know. There's no closure. And it sucks. It does suck. But that's what the character feels like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was so mad when it ended. Yeah. I was so mad. But then I just started thinking about it. Um, I loved how when you first see the billboards, because she's as they're getting painted and it's mm-hmm. night and whatever and you see Officer Dixon driving past them and yeah. he's, he's being an idiot as he is for most of the movie but you see the last billboard first yeah I loved that right and, you, and it's just how come Chief Willoughby mm-hmm. you're like dang that's pretty cool she's like singling out someone and I thought he was the chief at first because we hadn't met right. Harrelson yet right Um, and then yeah the next one and still no arrests and then it's like in the first one and then it cuts, goes to like yeah. a scene of him telling the chief, and then you finally see it. It's like raped while dying. It's like, and then that really hit me hard. I yeah. Was like, wow. I was like, this is going to be an intense movie. <laughs> yeah. No, it. They really um, revealed the billboards. Mm-hmm. It, it was a really effective way. I also loved how Mildred was just such a badass. Yeah. She was so cool. She didn't give a damn about she anything didn't. that anyone had to say, and. When uh, when the chief tells Mildred, he's like, you know, I'm dying of cancer. And she's like, well, of course I know that. The whole town knows that. And he's like, right. and you still put up the billboards. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, they wouldn't be as effective after you croak. Yeah. And it's just like, man, that hurts. Yeah. You know? She just doesn't care. She does not care. And why should she? No, she shouldn't at all because they've wronged her by not, you know, well, trying harder. That's another point of contention it, that's a tough one because you you see woody harrelson's side of the case ran cold there was no dna evidence to match like they they did everything by the book yeah and she essentially wanted them to go the extra mile yeah when they didn't know where to go what she say she was like get dna tests from everyone in town right they're just passing through town do the whole do the whole country and exactly they're not in the country it's like it's like what what are you gonna do yeah and I you see both sides and that it is kind of tough. Peter Dinklage made an an incredible appearance in this film. When I when I first saw him, I was like, "Oh hell yeah!" Yeah, I was. He was rocking the mullet and the stash. And like, the stash. It looked great. Oh, and he just went all out for that date, and he oh, looked so good with the suit. I know. I was like, this guy is just this absolutely is a catch. killing it. He has a total catch, and she's like, I felt so bad for him. When, and he's like, I didn't have to hold your ladder. You know. Oh, I know. Like, that was. And he just leaves. He's like, "Why do you think I'd ever want to do this date again? Like, you've been awful." Yeah. Yeah. And and he stood up for himself at the he end. He did, it's like, which was great. It's like good for him. And so shortly after uh, we first see Peter Dinklage, yeah. uh, Mildred comes home from the bar, and she's like, "I think that midget wants to be like." <laughs> I forget exactly what she said, but like, I think he wants to get in my pants yeah, or something like that. And it was like, oh so funny and then the priest is sitting there yeah like, at the table it's awful but she clocked it right away he yeah, was so did. he was so like goo goo eyes yeah for he's her. Like, you, so look, you look good mildred you look good <laughs> she's like thanks he's like i mean just you know generally speaking like you 
You just look good. She's like, okay, yeah. What a sweet guy. Super sweet guy. Gotta love him. Oh, man. Freaking vouch for her. I, I had no idea he was in it, and his... I didn't either. His appearance was so awesome. It was great. I love that. Um, the dental scene was nuts. Because, um, you know, everyone in the small town talks, and yeah. um, he's, like, good friends with... or his he, him, him and his friends are friends with the sheriff. The, the mm-hmm. sign with the sheriff saying, you need to put these billboards away. Everyone in the town was siding with the sheriff. Yeah, they, no one liked Mildred. Well, some people like Mildred. Um but he's like, okay, well, your tooth's wiggling, so it's got to come out. And she's like, really? It has to come out? He's like, yeah. And so he's starting to, he's like already opening her mouth, getting ready to put this drill. And she's yeah. like, how about some like numbing Anesthesia, yeah. for that? He's like, I guess. He's like, well. You gotta wait a couple minutes. Yeah. So he like puts it in there and he's like, all right, you gotta wait a couple minutes. Eight seconds maybe goes by. Mm-hmm. And then he gets the drill and he's like, a, and he's like, as he's putting this drill in her mouth, he's like, well, you know, sheriff, blah, 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 does this. And then. She knew right then and there because mm-hmm. she had her suspicions. Just grabs the drill and puts it through his thumb. Thumbnail. Thumbnail, like into his thumb. I had, I was, ah, uh, that, that was pretty intense. That was really intense. I wasn't expecting that at all. I wasn't either. It was so cool. It was. Just another moment. Of, she didn't, and then I love, she didn't get in trouble at all. <laughs> no, exactly. She, yeah, I mean, well, you know, the sheriff coughed up blood and. Oh, that's just, true. Like, let him go, right? Or let her, let her go. That's true. I mean, there's so many moments of this movie was there just any, like stand out for me. Is there anything you didn't really like about it? I didn't. I didn't like the ending. Okay. While I appreciated the open endedness of it, and I understand that it was, the ending was made that way. Like you said, that's how the character feels, and you know, you're you're getting this hope when Dixon turns things around and he actually starts doing some real detective work and you're like, Oh my God, is this like, am I going to, am I going to like this character now? Like he's actually doing the right thing. So much build up, so much hype to, and you've been just, for just no real payoff, no payoff. Yeah. The closest thing they have is, well, I know a guy who's pretty much guaranteed yeah. a rapist. The, the tough thing is you kind of start thinking about what is this movie trying to say? Mm-hmm. Or what is this movie about? And is it about catching the killer? And I think the ending says that it's not. I don't. I don't know what it's about. It's just, I don't it, it's, really either. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's 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 characters changing. That you're right. You know. Yeah. It, it's, it's tragedy. It's character arcs more than like a story arc. Yeah. But even at the end, where the characters end up, they were planning to go and just kill just a guy. Kill a random guy. Yeah. And like that was the whole. Yeah. And that and was, I guess that was a way for them to get closure. I guess. But we don't see it happen. They may not do it. And so, like, where the characters are left, I don't know. It's weird because it's like, are they really better off? Like, did it... Yeah. I don't know. Well, and, that, and I guess a main question I wanted to ask you was, do you think they went through with it? I want to... Can we circle back to that? Yes. Because okay. I have a little bit thing later Perfect. that I would like to maybe... And, and I want to think about it because I... Yeah. And, you, and I want you to, too. Okay. I, I Okay, one one last thing I'll say mm-hmm. that I really enjoyed about the film was Dixon's character arc. I hated him Yeah. for probably 80% of the movie. Right. Because the dude is just a hot-headed idiot. Yeah, and then until the fire happens, then that's when you start seeing things turn around. Yeah, right when um, that kid who's Red, head yeah. of the advertising company, you know, like, 
he sees that Dixon's in the same room, but he still offers him orange juice. Mm -hmm. And like, it was that, that little act of kindness, like shifted Mm -hmm. Dixon's whole thought process about everything. I, I totally agree. I think, I think that was really cool to see. I think we saw a little bit of that with Mildred too, in a way. How so? Um, her husband does she doesn't crash her dinner date with Peter Dinklage, but uh, I thought that was going to end far worse with the yeah. wine bottle, yeah. and I think she just surrenders because she realizes that that's not the enemy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I I think she came around a little bit, but then at the same time they're going to go kill a guy. So yeah. well, we're doing a good thing by by doing a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, gosh, yeah, you're right. There's a whole lot of that, and there are so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. that are again made in this movie she burns down the police station because mm-hmm. she thinks she suspects that someone at the police station most likely dixon burned down her billboards right burned her billboards turns out it was her ex-husband mm-hmm. and then she's sitting there she's like oh my god i burned off dixon's face granted the guy was a total jerk but he didn't deserve i yeah. don't know i think she at that point maybe she just didn't want to cause more damage or she didn't want I don't know if that was her surrendering or forfeiting or just yeah. throwing her hands up. I don't know. Very interesting character decisions in the movie. And totally. I don't, you know how I was saying in Fargo that everything seemed to be like, oh yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah. In Three Billboards, I didn't know what was going to happen. Me neither. I was like, yeah, that's a great point. I was like on the edge. Like when Dixon breaks into the advertising agency. Dude, my beats, heart was pounding during yeah. that scene. I was so scared. Beats Red, throws him out the window, and then we follow him back down. Yeah. It's just... Like, what was and, that? And the new, <laughs> the new sheriff saw the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, the new head honcho. Yeah, yeah. he's got the badge there. Yeah, and- but it's just... It just makes you think... Why would he go to that extent or would you ever think that would happen? And I didn't, I didn't think it would be that bad Yeah. if he did anything and it, and it happened. So it was an interesting facet of the movie is watching these characters, actions and decisions because they're so out there. Totally. And then I fully expected him to just, after he got fired, I expected, I expected like a rampage. Like I expected him to just oh, okay. like go Something. straight to Mildred and like blame it on her. Like mm. also... The sheriff killing himself yeah. was heartbreaking. It was. That was heartbreaking. Probably the hardest. That was definitely the hardest part of the movie to watch. Woody Harrelson's reading of his own letter. Yeah. I thought that it, it, it everything made sense. And I yeah. think it was a, there was a kindness and a mercy to it, mm-hmm. but it was still tough and you felt for the family and yeah. it's just, it was, it was really well made because I, it, it impacted me emotionally. Yeah. That was a that was definitely a tough tough thing, and it's not something you wanted to see, and no. especially when you think maybe he would have cracked the case before or the end something. of the movie, but yeah. just nothing, no. and it was it was a bummer. Yeah, bummer, man. That was a total bummer. Yeah. Oh, bud, I tell you. Well, I got some uh, trivia here for you. Let's hear it. It's more so just me telling you. I love learning like a, about it, as opposed to like a game. Do you okay. think uh, this was based on a real case? Yeah, probably. I mean, I'm sure it was influenced by a real case, at least. Yeah. It was based on actual events in Vidor, or Vidor, Texas, Hmm. just outside Beaumont, Texas. The police ignored facts, and the parents of a poor girl murdered in 91 by an alleged hometown hero from from an old money family. 
as the police have done nothing and the billboards are still up on Interstate 10. Wow. This is just a little trivia bit I saw, so I didn't really fact check it. You can if you want, but just know that it was real. Yeah. And there was billboards and they might still be up. Uh, Sam Rockwell gained weight for the role, but he also wore padding to make his character appear chubbier. Yeah. I could kind of tell. It's just his belly was just yeah, out. Huge belly. Uh, there's no town in Missouri named Ebbing. Yeah. The movie was filmed in a small mountain town of Silva. Do you know what state? Not Missouri. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, okay. small mountain town. The sequence where Dixon assaults Red Welby and throws him out the window was done in one continuous take. Wow. How many times do you think they filmed it? Twice. They did it five different times. Wow. Yeah. And the shot they used was take number four. <laughs> That's pretty wild. Breaking down the window, throwing them out the window, all of that. They Had did to that. break two windows. Yes, yeah, so they replaced those and reshot. They followed them all the way up and all the way down. That's nuts. Yeah. That's cool. That was a great shot. Uh, though it was intentionally, initially, excuse me, supposed to be a simple task, Sam Rockwell's accent research was very involved. According to dialect, dialect coach Elizabeth Himmelstein, Rockwell likes to find authentic people and record them for accent references. Himmelstein watched an episode of Cops in 1989 from, Spring, from Springfield, Missouri, and tweeted the police department requesting an interview with the chief of police. Not long afterwards, Himmelstein and Rockwell Skyped with the, with the officer and learned about his life and his job. The officer actually came up with the word clank for jail, and Sam brought that to the director to put in the script. Nice. Uh, then the officer made a recording of himself saying all of Rockwell's lines. What? And from there, Sam studied the recordings. That's brilliant. I thought that was really cool. Way to go above and beyond. I know. And honestly, I didn't even really realize how much of an accent he had i don't know it it just was one of those things where he was just speaking and i it wasn't like fargo where you know they're doing a minnesota accent so i thought that was cool that even for from what appeared to me as a viewer to be a kind of like a nominal type of accent he still went through all of that i love it's just you know it just shows how professional yeah i have some questions for you hit me with them cuz why do you think Mildred calls out Willoughby even though she knows he's dying? I know she said it wouldn't be as effective, but like, why do you think? Why do you think it wouldn't be as effective? Or why do you think it was the chief? Right. Well, I think, I think, targeting the chief of police. Or yeah, the chief. Sorry, he's not the sheriff. He's the chief. I've been is he, talking. Well, to him. I've been saying he's the sheriff for a long time. Is he? He's the chief. He's Chief Willoughby, Sheriff Willoughby. I don't know. I don't know how he it is works. Sheriff. I don't know. Regardless, he is the head honcho. Right. And yeah, even though she knows he's dying of cancer, like that's just going to give her even more attention from the police, you know? Yeah. Um, I think it was a brilliant way to bring as much attention as she could to this case. To. Yeah. Her daughter's murder. 
mm-hmm. you know? Because if you blame the leader, you're also by proxy blaming everyone under them too, mm-hmm. I guess, their followers. Yeah. I think she knows he can take it too. That as well. She wouldn't do it if, she, you know. Yeah. He had a good attitude and, about it, seemed, for the most part, it yeah. seemed like. Because if she just put ebbing police, then it'd just be like, yeah. So, but she singles out a a person. Yeah, even though, and it's not necessarily like his fault, and she knows that. But it's she knows the impact is. Yeah, it, so it's a ballsy move. It is. It makes it so much more personal. Mm-hmm. And then because it's a small town, everyone's involved with it, and everyone is focused on it. Smart. Yeah. I think. Especially, like you said, in the small town, everyone talks, and mm-hmm. word spreads fast. And, she knows how much the town backs Chief Willoughby. So mm-hmm. she even did that knowing the backlash she would get. Yeah. At least to an extent. I don't know if it's as much as she maybe thought. but mm. Yeah. Uh, what, what about the guy? the That alleged rapist guy? Yeah. Um, that he threatened Mildred in, in the shop. He came in he and like, threw the little ornament and like threatened her. Um, why do you think he would do that if he didn't do it according to the dna i think he's just a punk okay um i'm sure he heard because he's in the town what was happening and because he's done awful unspeakable things Mm -hmm. himself it was something for him to bring some sort of attention to and scare her i guess yeah you know try to be intimidating yeah, I it just messed it, up in it, the head. It was it was definitely an interesting move. I think yeah. it was also to kind of throw the the viewers the viewer and off. Mildred off a little, and to give them hope that yeah. the, that this could be the the criminal. Yeah, but I think he was maybe defending like all rapists, oh, you know, God. like in like a weird, creepy kind of club where they're just like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's messed up. But it's like, so messed it up. It kind of makes sense, you know. You, yeah. You, you hear something about that, and you're like, oh well, you know, I'm gonna threaten this chick because she's making a fuss about it. I don't know. Yeah. And I also think it's possible that the their commanding officer could have lied about them being out of the country just to make Dixon look bad. No, just to protect his soldiers. Because they call the commanding officer of that guy who went into the shop with the DNA, mm-hmm. and the his commanding officer said that that's impossible because they were not in the country at the time. Okay. You know, and I don't know if they really provided evidence. It doesn't sound mm-hmm. like it. So I, I think it's also possible that that the commanding they officer lied because he knew a police department was calling about one of his soldiers, and you know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that's a strong possibility. Wow. Wow. And they just didn't go more in depth into it. How can you? You know? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe they did, and maybe it's just one of those things where it really is just another criminal. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't really trust it. He also said there were other guys. Yeah. And so he could have been bragging about doing the bad stuff even Mm -hmm. though someone else could have done it and he was just also there Mm -hmm. so there would be no dna it's a good point i don't know i wasn't convinced that he was not the guy i wasn't either or one of the guys yeah 
because they did he was say so, they were sober. He was so bad. Yeah, and he he at least did it somewhere else to someone else. Yeah, exactly. At, the, well, at the very least, and that's what they assumed. But yeah. I don't know. I thought it was it was really weird though that he approached Mildred like that. Yeah, it made such a scene. I know, that was strange. All right, I have one last question for you, and then I have a little game. Okay, I love games. <laughs> if you had three billboards rented for a year. What would you put on them? Oh, God. I might do something dumb. Let's, like... Let, let, yeah, let's say it's something kind of funny or dumb and not something yeah, political. I, I think I would do something dumb, like, I like Mike. And that's all I would say. And all that would do would just confuse people about who put the billboards up and who which Mike in the town they're talking about. Okay. That was the first thing that came to my head. Like, no joke. Yeah. No, that's yeah. funny. I don't know. Um, what about you? What would you do? I think I'd make them all just like a blank color. And then in the very bottom of like the first one, I'd have a little asterisk and say, go to the last billboard. What? And then on the last billboard, it would say, climb to the top of this billboard. And you'd climb to the top and there'd be another little asterisk that says, go to the middle billboard. And then he'd go to the middle billboard and it would do the same thing or says, climb to the top. And then you do, but then it says, go down to the other side of the billboard and you go down there, there's a little box and you open it up and there's like a, there's like a buck or two. (laughs) And I would do that all year (laughs) just to give people some money for their effort. That's pretty funny. Give back to the community. That's elaborate. I just thought of that. (laughs) That's amazing. Nice. All right. Good work. All right. I have a little game for us. I want to hear it. Have you ever played be nice or not be nice? No. Okay. Maybe here's, I have. Here's an example. An example is if you're walking in a parking lot and a car backs up and it just kind of bumps you. Are you nice to that driver or are you not nice to that driver? Um, I'm probably not nice because I'm going to say, hey, consequences to your actions. Okay. Look where you're going when you're operating a vehicle that could kill someone. I agree. Cool. That's great. So that's essentially the game. I'm going to give you scenarios from the movie. Perfect. And to preface this, there's a common theme throughout the movie of compassion against vengeance. Okay. And I want your opinion on if you would be nice and compassionate like some of the characters, or would you be not nice and vengeful like some of the characters? Let's hear it. So the first one is Mildred gives her culpable speech Mm -hmm. uh, to the father, to the father father of the town when she ends... Which ends in her telling him to get the f out, basically. Yeah. yeah. So if you were, I loved that scene. If you were Mildred in this situation, would you be nice, or would you not be nice? Oh, I'd not be nice. You wouldn't. No, because he's trying to tell me what to do. And that scene, I was rooting for her the entire time. Ab- no, absolutely. And I'm not saying that. I'm not saying she was wrong. I'm just no. saying. If it were me. If it were you, and not you in. It's tough because it's it's not like if it was you as Mildred, but if it was right. you in her shoes. And I okay, right. And this priest that's just sitting at yeah. my dining room table out of nowhere. I guess my son invited him mm-hmm. in. He's like t- trying to tell me how to live my life. Yeah. I wouldn't be nice. Yeah, fuck that guy. I'd be like, no, I would. I would I'd tell. Like, I would have told him to get out before giving him a speech. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, plain and simple. 
I like it. Don't be nice. Uh, Mildred uses the billboards to blame Willoughby for not finding the daughter of her, for, for the killer of her daughter. Not well, not blames, but you know what right. I mean. Uh, in return, he pays an extra month of rent to keep those billboards. Yep. If you were Willoughby, would you have been nice or not be nice? To Mildred? Yeah. I would have been nice. You would you you also would have forked over five thousand dollars? Yeah, because I would have felt like I failed to this, you know, for this woman who's yeah. gone through one of the most tragic things that any person could go through. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing he could really do about it. Yeah, like either Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd I'd do everything I could to make her life nice. Any sort of better. If you were Mildred, would you have put Willoughby's name on the billboard? Which would have been not nice. <laughs> that would have been not nice. Oh, yeah. Like, if you that. were making those billboards. Yeah. And you put each one up, would you end the last one, or whichever one it was, with Chief Willoughby? Sheriff Willoughby? Take your pick. Sheriff. Considering the events that had transpired, transpired before this, before the billboards went up, I'd... I would probably still do it simply because it was the smartest thing to do to get the attention from yeah. the people However, that she or I would be trying to get the attention of. Sure. However, it wasn't really good attention. And I know people, there's the saying, uh, no attention's bad attention, yeah. but I don't know if she, if she went another route, I don't know what exactly, but if she went another route without singling out the chief, maybe she would have gotten more support from the community and more backing from the community and go about mm. that way. I, I don't know. Okay. Honestly, I doubt it because I don't think people are that nice. We're not in, we're not in uh, Minnesota. We're not in Minnesota. So that's for darn sure. I don't know. I don't know if I would have. Okay. Singled out Chief Willoughby like that's that. That's fair. I don't know though. I can't say. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough to think. If, about. um, if uh, you also went to the dentist and you begin feeling strong-armed by the dentist and you use his dental drill to drill a hole in his thumbnail. Yep. Like Mildred. Yeah. Uh, would you have done that like Mildred? <laughs> would you have been not nice or would you have been nicer? I would have been a little bit nicer <laughs> than that. I don't think I could ever physically cause someone harm. Um like that and that I guess in that situation like I would have just pushed his hand away gone up and left mm-hmm. and said I'm not paying you yeah you know I wouldn't have drilled a, th- a hole through his freaking thumb yeah it's I mean nuts. I don't know how well thought out it was for her it know? wasn't I well mean, thought she out she could have gotten in a lot of trouble the for police that. showed up at her at her store and took her in for questioning and the only reason she got out of it so quickly and so easily was because Willoughby coughed up blood and had to be, yeah. be rushed to the hospital. So you would have been nicer? Yes, I would have been nicer. I would have too. But still, like, screw this guy. Yeah. But you're also living in this town. Yeah. This small town. That's the other And you're, problem. like, you're probably gonna live there for a while at this point, so... I don't know, you're gonna... That's your dentist. What are you gonna... Yeah, What exactly. are you gonna do? Go to a different town and a different dentist? Probably. Because I'm not going back to that yeah, guy. Yeah, no, you'd have to. Gosh. All right. That's, that's funny. Dixon throws Red out of a second story window 
And when he meets Red in the hospital and apologizes for the damage, Red is initially mad at him, but then he eventually leaves him a glass of orange juice. If you were Red, would you have been nice or would you not have been nice? I would not have been nice. No? No. Duder pushed me out of a freaking two-story window and beat me to a pulp. Red did not look good. He looked awful. I wouldn't have been nice either. No. I would have thrown the orange juice. In his face. Yeah. And watched him scream until the nurses came in to do something to him. Yeah. Yeah. Probably what I would have done. I like it. Uh, Mildred set the police station on fire while Dixon was inside. Dixon decides to save Mildred's daughter's case file from the fire before leaving and eventually gets burned by the fire and is later told by Mildred that she was the one who caused the fire, which he responds by joking who else would have done it. If you were Dixon, would you have been nice or not be nice in that situation? Well, at that point, he's been let go. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really have anything going for him. So making a big mess of it or making an even bigger mess of it wouldn't have really gotten much. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't have gotten much out of that. So I probably wouldn't have been mean. I probably would have said something similar. Damage is done kind yeah, of thing. Damage is done. Yeah. A lot of damage though. So much. Like so much. I think I would have been, but no, he is right. Like he did kind of know it was her. Mm -hmm. So there is, the, that takes away the initial reveal shock yeah so yeah i don't know so you you would have you would have probably handled it the same way probably i think i would have been angrier i think i would have said some words and then i would have let it go yeah make her feel a little bit worse about it yeah. i don't know i mean she's what, gone what good does that do so much, exactly yeah. <clears throat> that's another thing all right we learn along the way that charlie Mildred's ex-husband was actually the one who set the billboards on fire when drunk. And later, uh, this later in the scene, uh, when her date is ruined, she takes her leftover bottle of wine and goes to Charlie's table. Mm -hmm. She tells him to take care of his new girlfriend. And then she just leaves the wine bottle on the table. And Charlie, earlier in the film, is also the same guy who came to her house, flipped her dining table, and choked her against the wall. Yep. So keep that in mind too. Yeah. If you were Mildred, would you have been nice in that situation like her or would you not have been nice? I would not have been nice. I hate this guy. I would, yeah. He I, is, he's he's a wife beater. Her reaction to that one, that one shocked me. I was ready to see some stuff go down when she was holding that bottle like a baseball bat. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Batter up. Yep. He and he said her, she said she and made one he, remark about her smelling like a smelling bad mm -hmm. and he like yeah exactly he nearly he tries to kill her like starts strangling her yeah and on top of all that he leaves the family for this for a younger yeah you know girlfriend and it's just dull it, yeah of any dull of girlfriend. all of the actions in that movie that was the one that was like shocking to me yeah. that didn't happen it's like come on that's yeah. the one we want to see i know but th that's why i thought these were kind of funny because some of them okay sure it was still kind of shocking that happened but when you think it think it through you're like yeah, that is actually a cool way to go about it i don't know if i would have thought about it but it is cool like the chief willoughby thing like he purchased for another's month another month's rent i don't know if i would have thought about it but i like no. it yeah all right and the nice. very last one 
At the end, Dixon and Mildred start on their journey to Idaho to kill the suspected rapist. If you were in either of those characters' position, would you be nice or not be nice? <laughs> so would I kill him or would I not? Yeah. I wouldn't... I wouldn't kill him. I don't, I don't think I could kill someone based on something someone has said or heard. I might rough him up a bit. Allegedly. Yeah, you don't know exactly what happened and he was no. just who knows it could have just been like creepy crappy bar talk like i don't but he also said some pretty messed no, up no he things. did and he, he fucking did it there's he did something mm-hmm. terrible oh yeah he's bad i think stinks it, i think mildred should be nice and not do it because she still has a son to take care of yeah and she can salvage I don't know. I get. I don't know. That's tough. I don't. I really don't know. Mm. Dixon, on the other hand, which you touched on, he really doesn't have much going for him. Doesn't. So he could. I think you're right. I think he could do some damage. He had a yeah. shotgun. Just blow the blow the feet, blow the legs off. Yeah, something. You know? But then it's like, then he gets in more trouble. If he gets away, he gets arrested. But, but he could get away with it. Who knows? I don't. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Because it's hard to say, oh, yeah, if I was in that position, yeah, I'd kill him. Yeah. You know, it's hard <laughs> no, to you, say. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't... Yeah. I don't think it's an... E- you, it's not that easy of a decision. No, it's not. I'm just, no. It was just a funny last be nice or not be nice. But yeah. do you think they did it? I do not think they did it because even as they're driving, he asks... She asks Disc- Dixon, are you really thinking you're going to kill this guy like are you sure about doing this and he says not really what do you think and she says not really and so when they said that yeah we'll just decide like, on the way yeah i think if there's a doubt at that point they're they're not gonna do it that early on yeah yeah exactly and i think that kind of gave us the answer there but still it didn't give us like a really much of a closure to the movie no it didn't but yeah i don't think they did it either no I mean, at the end, they at least Dixon he kind of become he redeems himself a little bit. And little he tries bit. to become a better person, and I don't know if this is doing that, but I don't know. Yeah, that's three billboards for you. Billboards is oh, just just outside Ebbing. I yeah. tell you what. Any last notes on that one? Oh, I guess a good thing from them going on this journey was dixon was about to kill himself <laughs> in the bathroom with the shotgun oh when he called her so that yeah turned things around for him again which is good maybe she could possibly help him on the drive yeah or... i just such an unlikely pair it is at the end of the film compared to where they both were in the beginning of the film so it was nice to see that new friends new friends yeah um I loved when Dinklage left saying um, he's going to go use the little boys' room. Yeah, I laughed. I laughed at that too. I, yeah, thought that was funny. Um, I, I, I that that's kind of one of those things that just bothers me. Like whenever I actually hear people say that, I'm just like, <sighs> go to the little boys' room. Yeah, or the little girls' room. It's like, <sighs> and it's like, really? Why don't you just say restroom? Why don't yeah? Why don't you just just say bathroom or washroom like a Canadian? Washroom. <laughs> wash. Washroom. Wash. Washington. Do you remember that thing that's like wash your hands, Ington? It's like a video you had to watch in elementary school. No. Can like saying you need to wash your hands, and I remember it was such a big deal because I was sitting with all my classmates. Sorry, I'm going into this. There's like 20 of us sitting, 
And at the end of this video, I said, you need to make sure you wash your hands after you use the bathroom for at least 20 seconds. And after you touch something gross for at least 20 seconds with soap and all this, if you don't do that, you have sad hands. <laughs> but if you do do that, you have happy hands. And he turns to the class, my teacher, and says, how, how many of you in here have sad hands? Oh. And I raised my hand and looked <sighs> around. My little grubby hand. My little grimy hand. And I remember looking around, seeing some other people that had sad hands. And that really impacted me. Wow. Because ever since then, I was just like on it. You're kind of a clean, you're a clean boy. We're clean boys. We're, we're clean boys. But we got good I do hygiene. see you scrub-a-dub-dub in the tub, those hands. I really... You really go for I it. I really clean these bad boys. You do. And people have told me, I have soft hands. Hey, we have soft hands. We haven't I worked guess, a hard day in our life. I mean... <laughs> we just fist bumped that. Oh, we gotta... Oh, we gotta just knock it off. Uh, um, well, um, that's... <laughs> that's, the, that's the second f- episode of Oh Cousin, My Cousin. Yeah. Um, Next week... <gasps> yeah! We have something very exciting we're going to introduce a couple of guests couple of guests and the next movies that we're going to do yep are go for it another set of a24 movies next week we're going to focus on robert eggers Mm -hmm. who is actually close friends with ari aster that doesn't surprise me. No. And the <laughs> movies we're going to watch are The Witch, starring Anya Taylor-Joy. Nice. From Queen's Gambit, that I was telling you. Yeah. Awesome. And The Lighthouse, which was the more recent film with uh, Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. So, I have seen The Witch. I have seen The Lighthouse. It has been a while for both. And when I saw The Lighthouse, I never talked to anyone about it. So I have no one else's opinions or discussions on it. So I'm very excited for that. Yes. Alex, have you seen either of these? I have not seen either of them. Um, but what I'm more interested in is, do you say, how do you say B-O-T-H? Both. Okay. Why? I thought I heard both. Both? Like as in both, like a, there's a W and an L in I there. Know, I kind of, I, I change up. Okay. If you tell me to say both, I'll say both. Yeah, you say both. You <laughs> I'm not going to tell you to say it one way or the other. Tell me to say the word. Just one way is right and no, one way is no, wrong. Just, I, that's what I'm saying. I switch it up. I like to keep people Both. guessing. Ask me to say it again. Can you say it again? Both. There you have it. At least you're not stubborn. There's this one kid I know. Who wouldn't say it. I God, just, this makes you want no, to well, smack him. It's like, no, I'd be like, you're saying it wrong. Because he'd say Both. Both. And I'd say, I don't remember there ever being a W or an L in the word both 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 is pronounced b-o-t-h bo-t-h both the both both it is not pronounced b-o-w-l-t-h the latter is a disgrace i think if this I, matter has been put to rest I'm i think kidding. if i'm mid-conversation and my mouth's full and because I, I like stumble <laughs> over my words all the time my mouth gets full filled with air I'll, i think i'll i'll put a i'll put a wl in there i'll go kind of like yeah sometimes it's just both yeah both <laughs> when your mouth when your mouth is filled with air dude I, <laughs> I liked that all right yeah so join us next week same time episode three episode three part one yeah i believe we'll probably watch the witch first you bet because that's what came out first so watch the witch uh watch the lighthouse for the next 
episode after that, we will have some guests, which will add some fun insights and some more conversation. Totally. So I think that's it for this one. Have anything else you want to say, cuz? I just want to say, uh, if you're not doing it already, um, stay safe, (laughs) stay clean and stay positive. Hey, have those, what are they? Happy hands? Happy. Keep those happy. Keep those hands happy. Keep them. (laughs) Keep them happy. And that'll do her. All right, and that is, uh, this is Drew Toman signing off. This is Alcuz signing off. All right, oh, cousin, my cousin, where art thou?